That was disgusting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was gross. I'm sorry. I have something I, I want to talk about right away, so let me know My if Steve's are ready. You, you, you are now listening, now listening, now listening to the Dawson Show. Dawson Show. Now listen, now listening. You are now listening to the Dawson Show. Welcome. Quaint welcome. A, a quaint, quaint welcome back. Quaint. You know, we get a lot of hate. Uh, actually, I haven't, I haven't been receiving any hate recently, thankfully, so... Uh, I know <laughs> Foss seems to get the brunt of it that uh, we don't – we you know, sometimes we miss a week. Life happens. But I just wanted to say welcome back. And there was something I wanted to say right away, which was I have been listening to the, the TDN and Corey pod, and I must say it's a, a fun lesson. Dude, it is a fun lesson. It's funny that you bring it up. Yeah, definitely go check out Nick and Corey in the morning. Um, I, you know, when I work, I try to listen to podcasts or I put on a lot of YouTube videos is a big one that I do. But this one particular day, I did want to listen to a Nick and Corey in the morning and I was going through their episodes and I saw that they actually did an episode on that Foo Fighters horror movie. It's called uh, like 666 or something or. Yep. And it was just so cool that they saw that because I kept seeing commercials for this movie on Twitter. And I was like, what even is this? Like, why are the Foo Fighters in here? And why is it a horror movie? Like, nothing made sense about it. But, you know, TDN said it was actually kind of cool. It was it was a fun time. So, shout out then. If it got the if it got a positive review from TDN, I'm with it. That's all. Dude, and TDN's a, TDN's a stickler with, uh, with the movies, man. He, uh, he's going to tell you if he doesn't like them. He's going to tell you. Yeah, absolutely, and that—that's sometimes that you know, I'd say that's that's more important than than keeping it um, than keeping it um, fluffy. Like then, then speaking your mind is more important and gets sometimes it can hurt some feelings, but it's more important in, uh, at the end. Exactly, of the exactly, and you know what, you know, and, and I fall into this problem too, and this goes with anything, you know, not even just movies, but you know, criticism is more is worth a lot more than compliments. And I know that's a kind of cheesy saying, but it's true because I mean, people just say your stuff's great all the time. You're never going to get better. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do, do you think there's a time where you were criticized and it helped you? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, as I mean, many of the listeners of the John Fah, you know, I make beats and, um, you know, I've heard hundreds of times, you know, someone didn't like something or someone didn't fuck with a beat. I, there was actually one time, uh, particularly I remember that like really stuck with me for a while and it like really bothered me at the time, but looking back on it, like I'm kind of happy it happened because I, um, you know, I, I feel like I guess it helped me in a way, but I was interning at that one recording studio in Philly and my job was pretty much being the secretary. Like I sat at the front desk, I let people in, I let people into the studio, kind of just, you know, small talked with them, like made, made sure they were comfortable, whatever. And these two up and coming artists came up and they were like younger than me. When I was working at the studio, I was probably like 17. Uh, nah, I was probably maybe 18, 19. These kids were probably like 16 and they were like cocky. Like they thought like they were like the next like Ray Schmerda or some, some shit like that. And they came in with their manager and they started playing tracks off of their new album or new EP or whatever they were doing. And it was cool. I mean, it was fine. So then, of course, I, like, chime in, and I'm like, well, dude, I actually am a beat maker. Like, 
let me know if you need any beats. And they're like, yo, 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 let us hear, uh, let us hear what you did, like what you made. So at the time I was working with this guy named Will Bravo and he just released a single. So I played that single for him. They were dead quiet the whole time. And then at the end of the song, the manager goes something along the lines of damn. And you know, and this is why you pay top money for a good producer. Like pretty much implying that I was not. And I was like, Damn. okay. And the guy and the two kids kind of just laughed and nothing was ever said after that. And I was like, all right, bet. I mean, that definitely puts a, uh, puts me on like a pole when I need to get higher than that. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it definitely was a, uh, uh, an eye opener per se, because, you know, I feel like when you start doing stuff like that, you know, you kind of get confident. And, and again, especially like what I was saying in the beginning, like, you know, when people just compliment you over and over again, are like, no, dude, I fuck with this. I fuck with this. It's, it's great. I mean, you love to hear that. But then like hearing this one guy pretty much just roast me in front of these two, these two kids. I was like, oh, all right. So, uh, you know, yeah. but, you know, again, it hurt at the time, but looking back, like, you know, it's like, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. You didn't like it. And, uh, hopefully I grew from that. I don't know if I did. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Do you think that pushed you a little? Like, you know, I I do think it did. I mean, I mean, obviously, I think my beats and productions are a billion percent better than they were at the time. Then, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were you were just barely you were a baby, just starting game. out. Exactly. Knew nothing. Knew knew. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just you know. We've talked about this on the pod. You fake it till you make it. You know, you, you act like you know everything, and exactly until someone calls you out like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely no. That's that's like really you boil down it right there. That's that's what it is. Like you you had your your like not getting sunned moment, but you kind of got dunked on yeah. a little, and then like that feeling made you that probably subconsciously pushed you harder than you could have realized. Yeah. No, it definitely did. I, I do feel as though after that time, I I really tried to craft you know more intricate beats and you know add better uh, you know just production overall, different sounds, all that shit. Started downloading more sounds and using different websites and packs and all that stuff. So, you know, and, and like you said, again, I, I do think it really did help me, but damn at the time, you know, I'm like sitting behind the desk, like <laughs> holding back my tears, like, damn, bro, yeah. that, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I'm sure that didn't feel good. I know that was, we, we can laugh about was, it now, but I'm sure, at the, sure at the moment it was a really hurtful yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, dude. Know? But, uh, but no, I mean, I never heard from those kids again, so I guess nothing really happen to them so yeah it's whatever but i hope they're doing well i hate to say that i can't think of anything for me personally i definitely like i'm i know i've gotten dunked on before i can't think of any instances off the top of my head but but going back to like constructive criticism recently to exactly what you said one of my great friends at work nate he's uh he's the bartender he's the lead bartender he's a great guy um he actually dabbles in music and he was, he's making like an R and B type thing really reminded me of like Drake vibes. It's really good. Like, but he, he sent me the link and then uh, of course being the good friend I am, like when you're on stream and it's just the same thing, the verses were a little low and I just told him that. And he's like, dude, thank you, man. Like I, I, I knew, I knew that they probably were, but like here to me, giving that out is like valuable as well. Like that's not like I'm not setting out to hurt him. I'm just like, Hey, it's a little low. I had my headphones on and I, the verses were a little right. low. Exactly. And, and that's important. I mean, and that's why, you know, 
when I stream, you know, that's why, like, especially back in the day, I'd be like, can everyone hear me? Is my volume too low? Because it would piss me off when, you know, I'd ask this question over and over and over again and either not get a response or get a, yeah, dude, you sound fine. And then I listen back to the recording and I'm like, dude, I was way too low. You couldn't hear me at all. Like, what, what are you talking about? You know? So yeah. like, you know, it, it does suck to like, you know, kind of critique someone's work, but I feel like in the end you got to remember, like if they're showing you this work, they have to respect you to a, to a, a degree, especially when it comes to music. Yeah. Like if he's showing that to you, like I'm sure he respects your opinion, whether you say you like it or not. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it was an awesome song. I was like really vibing out to it. It was, it was a cool tune. Um, whenever he does drop it, I'll, I'll be, be sure to drop him some cred. But I think that everything we're talking about goes into life even as well. Like, you know, if so, if someone thinks a different way from you, it's important to at least like hear them out. Like, you know, like in terms of being cr- not criticized, but like, you know, if, if, if they have a different way of thinking or, you know, they, they can show you a different light of, of things, way to do things, you know, that's, that's, that's a plus yeah. that that's, that's, that's a uh, not constructive criticism, but like leading by example. No, exactly. And, and that's the big word though, is the constructive criticism. You know, that's obviously a lot easier to, to take on, you know, like, like my story at the recording studio. I mean, this guy gave no, tips or what he liked yeah, no, or what he was didn't like flat just out being he, a dick exactly but like you know if you're really like hey man you know i i like the track but maybe i would have done this or i would have changed that or maybe yeah. you could do this you know like you know that that's totally different and and not to keep it music related but i feel like it does fit the topic well you know i was telling you a couple weeks ago i've, I've been making remixes for that uh philly artist and uh um, oh, yeah, yeah. and it was funny like that first one i made like he said he like he liked it it was all cool but then after I finished up the next two remixes, I kind of realized that that first remix was not at all what he was looking for. Because what I didn't understand at the time is like, you know, he's like a very indie type artist, like very, you know, very organic, like a real band, uh, you, you know, very just indie. I, I mean, that, that would probably be a style like underground indie. And he told me he wanted upbeat techno remix which like i didn't really know what that meant and he also told me that he was going to be performing these songs like he was sorry that was the washer if you just heard that but um he's also told me he was going to be performing these songs so i was under the impression that i needed to keep the tempo the same and i had to keep the format of the song same so that's what i did with the first song but then the second one i did something similar and he responded back he was like hey i really like it but can you make it sound more like this and he sent me a, an mm-hmm. example and it was this high intensity crazy techno like dance beat like something that would like people just be freaking out about and i told him i was like dude i was like i just don't know how i'm gonna do this if i need to keep your song like at the same tempo and all that And he's like oh no dude you can you can do whatever you want you can you can raise the tempo, you can do drops, you can do whatever you want as long as it sounds good and like this. And I was like, bet. So then the next two ones I made just sound absolutely crazy. And, and you know, he just kept telling me, like, just make it darker and make it go hard. And I was like, I'll make it dark and make it bump. And the next two, he was like, dude, this is exactly what I wanted. This is amazing. Thank you so much. And, uh, and, and it just turned out really cool. But you know, I'm happy that he told me because I wouldn't have felt happy if I kept doing something that, 
know, he was kind of like, eh, you know, this is cool, but not exactly what I was looking for, you know? So I appreciated that. He gave me constructive criticism yeah. and told me exactly and, you know, steered me into the right direction of what he actually wanted. Yeah. It's some big time communication to be able to, again, to like, it's not like it, it doesn't make you feel bad, but like to be able to, to explain something to someone without them getting offended is nice. Like you guys were able to have a back and forth without it, like getting contentious or anything. But also I, I wanted to say two things right off the bat and, and said, we got off on this. A great uh, yeah, conversation. No, 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 you're good. A great conversation about constructive criticism and you know, how to take it and all. Uh, first thing I want to say is I love announcing this, but we are doing a night pod tonight. And, uh, yes. you know, normally we are in the morning. Very much Fa, so. Fa did crack open a beer for the occasion. And, uh, you know, it's a good time. You know, I, I feel like there was a period of time when we were doing night streams or night streams, night pods, not consistently, but more regularly. Yeah. And, you know, I remember you and me had a talk and I was like, dude, I just feel like the morning streams are where it's at. Like, I think we do a lot better in the morning. You're like, yeah, dude, no, like we're good. Let's just get back on the morning train. But I have to say, since we haven't done a night stream in a while, it, it is cozy to do one. All right, we gotta got do, me. we gotta do like um, an on-off schedule, like once uh, two months of doing nights, two two months of doing day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch it on and off. And the next thing I wanted to ask, you left the last John Fawpod on a cliffhanger. I need to follow up with this, and I need to hear what your boy Andre Drummond said to you that night at Spin. I don't feel like I can even tell you. Why? Why? Well, no, I'm just fucking with you. Nah, I'm just playing. Um, it was it, that was that was an awesome night. That feels like feels like months ago at this point. Um, so Andre Drummond, uh, formerly of the Sixers. At, the, at that point, at that moment in time, he was a sixer. Um, he wow. came into he came into where I work, uh, Spin. It was a fucking awesome time. You know, I didn't I I served him for a little bit. I was at the bar for a couple rounds, and then I was like busing their area, and then I actually started playing, not with Drummond, but like with his, uh, who I didn't know at the time. His name was Adam. Uh, he's actually Doc Rivers' son. Uh, so I was playing with him for a little, and. Uh, we sparked up a little relationship, you know, and then next time he came in, we were like, Oh yo, we got to play. And he came in real late. So we just didn't really get a chance to, um, but actually to link all these stories together, Doc River's son hooked me up with some tickets last week. So I just wanted to say thank you to him. No, he's uh, not yeah. listening, but I wanted to hear Doc about River that as well. Around. Yeah, it was, that was, that was a phenomenal time as well. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, branches off of the Andre Drummond, me seeing Andre Drummond because that honestly like that feels so long ago and like the things that have happened like Drummond came again. Oh my yeah, God. Drummond came again as a net. So he he had he had been traded and came back to the spin. That he was pretty cool. Yeah, he apparently he liked it so much that he he decided to um. To yeah. Quick uh, quick PSA. Sorry about that. Had some slight technical issues, but um, we're back, and uh, hopefully everything sounds. Yeah, uh, I'll just uh, you know I'm to to make a long story short in the Andre Drummond front. Uh, it was a fun time. Glad they got to come in. 
just tried to treat them as regular people as 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 you would anyone. Uh, it was cool. I asked him to play ping pong. He said not fucking with that. Like literally, then that like I in a joking way because like he yeah. saw me play the before, and I was right. I walked by. I was like, "Yo, if you want to play, let me know." He's like, "Nah, I ain't fucking with that." He knew. He knew he was about to get his ass. No, back. like he. It was in a joking way to like right. say like, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, did not get to play with him, but I got to play with Doc Rivers' son. Obviously, sparked up a little bit of a uh, friendship with him. So, shout out to him. It's been a fucking cool couple of weeks with uh with the Sixers uh, crew. Uh, glad that came to fruition. Huh? How was Doc Rivers' son? Cool guy? Yeah, he's cool. He gave me and uh, Nate, the bartender I was talking about earlier, uh, he gave us tickets to go see. We, we were lower section, row, row 17. Amazing. Yeah, it was uh, It was really nice. I and mean, he, he like We saw him at halftime. He literally just daffed us up, and we went, went on our way. Amazing. Amazing. And now you were saying something that Andre Drummond had some Ben Simmons news, no? At the time? I thought you said you had you had insight on Ben Simmons, and this was before they played the Nets on March 10th. No. If I did, I was just joking with you. Damn. Son of no, yeah, no, I'm sorry to sorry to take that dream away from you, man. No, dude, that's awesome that I even got to hang out with him. No, it, it's, yeah, it was, it was a cool time, man. It sounds like Andre Drummond's a cool guy. I mean, I know when he was in Philly, he actually would go out to the bars and, I mean, obviously spin. And uh, hang out and talk to people. So that's cool. That's cool. It, it sucks that we don't have them anymore. You know, I, I don't know how you're feeling about this, but I wouldn't mind some super quick Sixers talk. Actually. Yeah, I actually, I've been, I've been definitely more dialed in with the Sixers since the Harden trade. Uh, I, the team's in a weird state right now. I'm, you know me; I'm always just very optimistic and confident. I'm just gonna root for the guys every single game. It's just gonna happen. Uh, it, whoever plays for the team or doesn't, it fucking doesn't matter. Uh, I, I think right now our biggest weakness is I feel like we're we're missing a sh- it sucks but like it, the the two holes that we besides Ben Simmons that we just traded we're still missing now like we need a shooter a consistent shooter we don't have Seth Curry anymore we need a backup center we don't yep. have Andre Drummond anymore but I also think if you look at it from the other perspective if they don't have James Harden I don't think they would win I don't think they would go very far in the playoffs anyway. They want to do anything. No, no, I agree. No, we, we definitely need James Harden. The backup center position does suck because now we have DeAndre Jordan. He who's He's a fucking turnstile. Not doing much. So so here's the thing. So, you know, I, I watch a lot of Philly podcasts and stuff like that. And they all say the same thing, you know, especially in the regular season. Why not just give a shot to Charles Bassey? Yeah. Or, or even Paul Reed. Paul Reed like, can't like, rebound, why? really, which is like the, the big drawback for him. But, like. Bassey's a fucking big man. There's no, there's no reason to not give him a go. I, I keep saying we need to play the like the narrative card and like try to get like a fucking vet that just retired to unretire and play big man for us. I don't know. I don't know who that is. By the way, it would be nice though. It would be nice, but yeah, I'm thinking like Hollywood script type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking. No, dude, the Sixers have been a lot of fun though, and you know with James Harden. You know, it is it is interesting. Like the Sixers just look completely different with him, and I don't know if you watched it, but the Sixers actually just played last night without James Harden and without Joel Embiid. Yeah, and they pulled out the win. Max, the Maxi game with against the first seed Miami Heat. We're we're not talking about like the Orlando Magic or some shit. Like we're talking about like a good ass team, are the best yeah, team. Yeah, and then and then they'll probably lose with Harden and Embiid to like the Magic. 
<laughs> which they almost did, which, uh, you know, I actually had the privilege of going to a Sixers game myself. I know you went to the Nuggets, and then I went to the Orlando Magic game that went to overtime. Uh, you, you know, and you were at the game before me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know to the outsiders, to like people watching on TV and, you know, people talking about the Sixers who have podcasts and all, you know, they all called it a bad game because. You know, obviously, we're supposed to just crush the Orlando Magic. It's not even supposed to be close. But for someone going to the game, it was super exciting. Like, if I was watching on TV, I probably would have felt the same way. I would have been like, ah, man, like, this sucks. Like, why are we not just destroying this team by 20? But the fact that we were there, like, in the environment, like, here in the cheers, like, that that overtime was so exciting. And he got to see Markel Fultz, who had a pretty good game, which, you know, he's always a good face to cheer for. I mean, you know, he's... He's obviously had some uh, some bad shit, but it was good seeing him out there. Got to see all the guys, and again, you know, as happy as I was that I got to see Joel and James play, I was really telling Allie, I was like, "Yo, just be prepared." Like, I doubt Joel and B is going to play this game. There's no reason because I think it was a back to back, or or maybe not. Mm-hmm. It, it could have been, I forget. But whatever the case, it was the Orlando Magic, so why not just give them a break? And of course, they didn't, which was good for me because I got to see him, but at the same time, I was like, damn, I kind of just wish they sat him. Like, even though we did need him in the end to win, but, you know, still. But it, it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was a good time. Had some drinks. Uh, you know, got. Did you have some Michelobes? Uh, Allie did. I actually had a Bud. I had a Bud Light. They have them cool magic cans. That's why I got a Michelob. Oh, really? I didn't even see that, honestly. Yeah. I didn't even notice. They actually have in. in uh, at the Amtrak Center, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. The Magic's the Magic's Arena. Um, there's a cool little like Hall of Fame section. I don't know if you got a chance to walk through that. I actually, had a, I actually enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed walking through it. It was a fun time. Yeah, no, we didn't uh, actually look a lot because of course we ran late. <laughs> we missed like almost the whole first quarter. Oh, dude, I just remembered how fucking weird that stadium is. It, yeah, it's the, the the stadium's on the second floor. Right. It's so weird. It is weird. It is weird. It's, it's very weird. It was. It, we were walking up, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" That was my second time at that stadium, and I have to be honest, it was more like my first because the first time we went, I don't really remember too much. It, were you very blitz? It was with Pop and Macaloo, so yeah, and we actually just did a Nickel Night, which is five cent beer right beforehand. You asked me to go to Nickel Night before, and I just could never make it. Dude, it, well, they actually just reopened. Uh, it was closed for a really long time for COVID. In fact, we thought it was never going to open again, but it's open again, baby, and I cannot wait to go. Great time, great time. But uh, yes, what is it like? Five dollar cover charge to get in? Mm-mm. No, there's no cover charge, but you do have to buy a cup that's good for an entire year, and the cup's only like nine, ten bucks. But then you're good for a whole year, and you get five unlimited five cent beer. It's insane. It's insane. It's the stupidest thing ever, but it's awesome. Um, but yeah, so we, so anyway, long story short, yeah, I, I don't really remember the first time, but I, I will always remember the second time, and it was a great time. Um, oh, and I just wanted to say while I was there, you know, last pod, if you listened to it, you knew I, you knew I had a gripe with the guy at the gym who did strike again oh, actually yeah. recently. Let me just say, let me just get this story out with the guy at the gym first. So as you know, I ran into him twice, and me and the last time me and John did the pod, we did it Thursday morning, and on Thursdays I'm off. 
So normally I go to the gym earlier, like around like one, two, you know, like early afternoon time. And that's always my safe time because he never shows up. Tell me how after I told that whole story on the podcast about running into this guy, he shows up on my safe Thursday day. There he is. I was like, you got to be kidding me. There is no way this guy just showed you up. You jinxed it. And then just last night. Jinxed it. I know. And then just last night, I actually took a lap around the apartment complex and I was going to. And I was thinking about going to the gym, but I was kind of in a bad mood yesterday. Just a lot of shit was going on. Then I was like, I am just not in the mood to even see this guy's face. Like I'm either going in, I'm ripping all my muscles in my arms, or I'm not going at all. So, um, what happened to you being intimidated by him or letting him dictate what you were doing? I know, I know. I'm such a bitch. You're just having a bad day. I just wasn't in the mood, man. And anyway, <laughs> I don't, I don't blame you. I'm just playing devil. I'm just on your right. Sh- I'm on the no, devil side. I know. I can't let him dictate when I go to the gym, but he does. And so anyway, so I know, there, I know. There's like this big window, like in the gym. So I like the way I walk. Like I walk right up to the window, so I can like kind of like see if he's in there. So I'm walking up to this window and I see nobody from my perspective. And I'm like, oh, perfect, an empty gym. The more, the closer I walk, all of a sudden he comes out from behind a wall, points at me, throws some air punches at me and goes like this, like, like the strong man pose, I guess. I don't even know what you'd call that. And he like starts laughing. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not even, not even thinking about walking in there right now there's no way this guy's in a mood and as soon as i walk in there he's gonna fucking say something so i didn't even walk in but anyway did you even give him any like point back or anything i just kind of laughed and i was like dude fuck you i didn't say that to him but that's what i was thinking (laughs) like come on bro like get out of here what are you doing but anyway like what are you like i don't know but anyway so so, <laughs> this guy has you flummoxed. Oh my god, it's so bad. But just to just to piggyback off of that, you know, I guess I just attract old, weird, jacked men. You, I, I you underestimate your like talking and your social skills. I've no, said it a thousand times before. No, but like specifically older, jacked, weird men, I attract. Like I'm not even kidding because then after not a good clientele to attract. No, because then. You know, I go to the Orlando Magic game with Allie. Now, keep in mind, when you go to the Orlando Magic game against the Sixers, a majority of the fans there are Sixers fans. Like, it's not... Uh, Like, probably 80-20. It's not uncommon to see Sixers jerseys all over the place. So, of course, right when we show up to the stadium, I have to pee, of course. First thing I do. I walk in. Keep in mind, Sixers fans everywhere. But this one fucking dude. All the urinals are are, uh, filled. This one dude wearing a Sixers shirt turns right around, looks me right in the eye. What's up, Sixers fan? And then, of course, like my luck couldn't get any worse. Ew. The guy right next to him walked away from the urinal. So, of course, I had to go right next to him, and he's talking to me the entire time. How's the team looking this year, huh? How's the backups? And, like, ask me questions. I'm like, you're at the game. Like, what What do you mean? Look it up on Google. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I don't pee in. Like, bro, like, I don't want to – I don't really talking to you. And he's, like, talking to me. <laughs> I love you chopping it. It doesn't matter in there. And, and, and he, you know, he's saying, you know, he, he grew up in South Philly. He's like, where would you grow up in South Jersey? Where would you grow up? I was like, dude, you're not going to know. Like, it's just like a small little town. And, you know, I did the classic. I gave the big landmarks, you know, a.k.a. Cherry Hill, like – 
people always know yeah. that Voorhees. Voorhees, like that. Literally, what I said, Cherry Hill and Voorhees, and uh, he's like, I know where that at. What high school? What high school? So I told him, I know, I know that high school. I used to wrestle. I used to wrestle against them back in the day. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know if you did. I don't know if he did or not, but I was like, okay, like whatever. And then just, of course, after that whole interaction, then we walk up right with them to the same beer stand that we both wanted to get beer at. And like, Allie doesn't know. I haven't had a chance to tell her about this interaction yet, but like, just ridiculous. Like, why can't it just be like, nice old ladies or something that just are like, I was almost hoping that you were going to be saying that he was going to go back to you with your seats. Oh, and like he just so happened to sit next to you. Could you even imagine? I would be furious, furious, but no, thank God that did not happen. Well, yeah. So what ended up happening though, like we got seats, like kind of like in the middle and I was sitting next to this family and dude, I don't know what lower upper level upper. I have no idea what the hell they were eating, but it stunk, yo. Like, it was crazy. I don't know if they brought it from home or bought it at the stadium, but it was, like, just nuts. And then there was people behind us who they were just there just to heckle Joel Embiid, I swear, because all they kept talking about was how much better Nikola, uh, Nikola Jokic, Jokic is. And, and Allie's like, who's Nikola Jokic? And I'm like, don't even worry. Like, he's not even in this game. Like, it doesn't even matter. So then finally, though, it, it was nice. Um, you know, there was like a couple couple stands or a couple rows down. Like nobody was there. And I said to Allie, I was like, yo, if at halftime we come back, because we were going to go grab another beer. And I said, if we come back and those chairs are still empty, like we're taking them. Like we, there, there's no reason for us to stay here the whole time. So then we came back, the chairs are empty. So then we got an end seat. No people. We got closer and it was just so much more fun. Like, you know, Allie's like, you know, um, like, uh, man, what a voice hurt. Man, I couldn't think of the word. Her voice hurt from like screaming. And like, we just like, it just felt a lot more relaxed. Like where we were at, it was just like all like, kind of like, just kind of dickhead type. I don't know. Maybe they were nice guys. I don't know. But just the way they were bringing themselves, it just seemed that way. So it was nice just to get away from that. And, you know, we kind of just, like, had our own, like, little seats, like, away from everyone, which was cool. So we were able to, like, celebrate and, you know, kind of stretch out a little more, which was nice. And uh, had a great time, man. I would love to go to another game. Unfortunately, I don't know if they play the Orlando Magic again, but if they do, I'll be there. Love it. What's what's the best seat you've had at any game, any sporting event? I would say probably the Philadelphia Phillies when my grandpa used to get the box seats behind home plate. Those were nice. That's amazing. Those were fun, man. Those were really good. The place he worked at, uh, his boss like gave him season tickets like for this box, and he was like, "I don't use them, so if you and your family want to use them, do it." And like we'd go all the time. You know, super comfortable. You got the inside outside combo, and and that's fun too because like, you know, baseball is a slow. I I mean, and I love baseball, but baseball is a slow game, and it can become tedious. But when you're at when you're in that suite, there's like so much to do. Like it's just so much chill. Like you get food delivered to you, you get beer, you got a TV, you got other. You usually go with a group, not all the time, but we always did. So it was more just like a social event more than just going to watch the game. Yeah, you know. Um, how about you though? Sorry, big yawn. Holy shit! Hey, it's late. Jesus, I got to snap back into reality on that one. 
Uh, I sat the second row behind courtside at a basketball game. Damn, what what game? Sixers versus the Milwaukee Bucks, like 2010. Really? How is that? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. But like it was like uh, back when like Brandon Jennings played on the Bucks. Uh, if there's any hoop heads out there, uh, he he was all right. He was he was one of those fringe players. He was like pr- good enough to be good, but like not really good. 2010 for the Sixers was like Drew Holiday time. Andre, yes, Andre Godala. Yes, yeah. No, that was it. Was a good game, good seats. Uh, definitely a memorable experience. I'll, I'll never forget sitting that close. We were literally right behind the players. That's amazing. And then, so for your most recent game where you got the seats from uh, Doc Rivers' son, how close were you there? Because you were pretty, you had great seats then too, right? Yeah, uh, row seventeen. So I mean, that's real. The seats were gorgeous. They were perfect. Amazing. Yeah, and and real quick, like, how was your time? Anything crazy happened, or just honestly, just had a good time overall? I mean, I know they lost, uh, unfortunately, but it was an exciting game. Yeah, I got pretty bombed actually. Like, Good. probably a drink or two more than I should have had because I like kind of forgot most of the game. But I remember right. like when the game got close, I'm like, "Fuck, man, the Sixers are gonna lose." And then Jokic made that stupid basket falling over, and I was like, uh-huh. "Yep, they lost." You, you know, that's always the scary thing about you know getting drunk at a game because it can be a lot of fun getting drunk and they win, but it can be really dark morale if you get fucked up and they lose, you know, like, and, and I yeah. mean, in some games you just don't care, but I mean, if you're going, I mean, you want to watch them win. So like, sometimes like, you know, you get fucked up, you're having a good time, but then they just don't win. It's like, ah, man, that kind of sucks. And it kind of sucks the energy out a little bit. Yeah. But that- Dude, I, these yawns are uncontrollable right now. I apologize. Dude, they're coming out like machine guns. No, it's all right, though. For real, man. No, dude, you're good. I'm, I'm having a great time catching up with you. But, no, dude, I I love the Sixers just to wrap that up. I, I think the Sixers are doing good. I mean, I think this team is, you know, probably the best Sixers team um, or the best chance we've honestly had. I mean, the only other time would be with Jimmy Butler, I would say. Um, but I think James Harden is way better than Jimmy Butler overall and uh, fits a lot better, too. And uh, I'm excited. Like, you know, the playoffs are dark, man. It's it's like I'm excited for them to come, but like at the same time I wish they never would because it's the finality. Like I mean it's dark. It, you either win and you're crowned champion or you go home and you you're upset and you're figuring out what to do for next year. And and you know, and that that is the thing though, and it's the way, same way I felt last year is at least this time around, like let's just say the Sixers lose, which obviously I hope doesn't happen. At least we have the confidence that we have Daryl Morey behind the scenes who I do believe will make the right moves so that we can make an honest, you know, a push for the playoffs in the following year. You, you know, like before it was always just so up in the air. We had Brett Brown and we had Elton Brand giving fucking max contracts to Al Horford and Tobias. So it's like, it feels good. It feels good to have someone yeah. back there who's going to be like, nah, nah, nah. Like we're, we're all right. We just need to do this and this and, and we'll be on our way kind of thing. Yeah, I trust Daryl. It'll be it'll be an interesting couple of years though. Uh, they they need they. I, it's either they win it this year, or next year, or they're not going to win it. Yeah. No, it's 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 crunch time, baby. That that window is getting small. Oh yeah. But I I've been oh, loving yeah. the Sixers, um, dude. So so we've had a nice little talk about movies. We've talked about sports. We've talked about music. Um, this was something I thought of actually right before we got on the phone call with you, and I thought it would be kind of interesting. Just curious overall. 
something completely separate from all of those previous conversations. Growing up, were you more of a Nickelodeon guy or were you a Cartoon Network kid? Nickelodeon, for sure. And what was your favorite show when you were a kid? Oh, man. I feel like SpongeBob SpongeBob is the easy answer. I'll go like Rocket. I love Rocket Power. That was a good one. I forgot about that. Yeah, Rocket Power was really good. Um, Fuck, what else did I really like? I, I, back in the day, I, I liked fucking Fairly Odd Parents a lot. You know, it's funny. Uh, the creator of that show, I forget what his name is offhand, but he actually pops up on my TikTok all the time. And, you know, people ask him questions about the show and about, like, Danny Phantom and, like, you know, if he thinks it could ever be rebooted. And it's just kind of cool, like, to like to hear, like, his side of it. You know, obviously the creator of the yeah. show. You know, I'm actually surprised to hear you're a Nickelodeon guy. I was for sure you were going to say Cartoon Network. Really? Uh, yeah, and it, I liked them. I liked them both for sure. Like they, Adult Swim had, or uh, Cartoon Network had its it definitely its fair share of shows to offer. No, for sure. Uh, Cartoon Network had a had a great, you, you know, they had like a prime time. And and uh, you know, for me, Cartoon Network is definitely the, my was my go to uh, place for cartoons because they had Carrots the Cowardly Dog, Johnny Bravo, Dexter's uh, Laboratory. Um, I'm sure I'm missing. Didn't they something. have Billy and Mandy? Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Kids, a uh, kid codename, codename next door. Dude, I did watch a lot of shows on those. And shows. then my personal favorite, my favorite show ever. Do you remember what it was? No. Ed, Ed, Nettie. Oh my god! Of course, that was on Cartoon Network. Yeah, I used to be obsessed with that show. Completely obsessed. That that show was great, man. So funny, and it's uh, it it was just such a great show. And I actually just watched like a little like YouTube. It wasn't like a documentary, but it was just kind of like a breakdown of the show and like how it kind of got started and all. And yeah. it was just interesting, you know, like even like the art design. You you know, like I don't know if you remember how it looked, but like the outline of all yeah. the characters would like squiggle kind of. Mm-hmm. And apparently, that was just supposed to represent just the. You know, just the young kid just kind of being all over the place. Like, like, just very, like, sporadic. Just like their episodes were. And, like, even, like, the creator was saying, like, you know, the beginning of the episode, they'll be doing one thing. But by the end of the episode, they're doing something completely not even close to what they were doing at the beginning. Because they were just kids. Just yeah, going. Their mind was throwing, just going Throwing everywhere. shit at the fan and seeing what sticks. Exactly. But, uh, no, dude, by far, that was, like, my favorite, favorite show ever. And, uh... Yeah, and you know, and even growing up, like I feel like cartoons have stayed prevalent in my life in a weird way. You know, growing up now, you know, watching Rick and Morty, Bob's Burgers, stuff like that. And it's funny because, like, my dad, like, I remember when I first started watching Bob's Burgers, I was like telling him about one of the episodes, and he was like laughing. He was like, "This show sounds great. I, I definitely want to check it out." I was like, "Yeah, man, you can find it here, here." And then, like, whenever I saw him next, he was like, "You didn't tell me it was a cartoon," and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah." I, I, I guess I didn't, but I guess I just thought he knew it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, I, I guess I forgot to tell you. He's like, ah, nah, I, I couldn't watch that. I, you know, I don't like that stuff. And I was like, damn, man, like, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this on the pod. Like, I do love at live action stuff, but animation has so much more freedom to do literally whatever the hell they want, which I think is yeah, why you, you I can like sculpt that. an entire universe that you want to you want to create. And there's no rules, essentially. I mean, yeah, you, you can do yeah. literally whatever where – 
you know, live action can become cheesy or weird or the CGI can be kind of bad. Or animation, like like you said, you make it your own little world, your own art design, and it's fun, man. It's cool. But uh, but no, dude, shout out Cartoon Network. And then they even had a little bit of a run past our time with like Adventure Time and Chowder. Yeah. Um, I don't even the regular show I remember here. And I never really necessarily – I did watch Adventure Time. Adventure Time was cool. But, you know, the other shows like I never really watched. But – you know, it's good to know, you know, they, they kept the, kept the times running on Cartoon yeah. Network. I don't know where they're at now, but it'll be <laughs> all right. And then, uh, if it's okay with you, I kind of wanted to end this, this pod with my stupid story. Dope, 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 dope. Stupid story. <laughs> Shouldn't have even told you. Stupid story. <laughs> stupid story. Shouldn't have told you. It's stupid. It's really stupid, but you know how stupid. It's like not even worth saying. That's how stupid it is. But <laughs> that see that that makes it better. <laughs> no. So so this past weekend we went over to Allie's parents' house. Uh, it was actually her cousin's birthday. Her cousin I think turned five or six. She's super cute, and, and she wanted us to come. So of course we went. But the night before. Um, you know, you know, we actually, we went, we went over to their house the night before and the party was the next day. Cause it's like a two hour drive and we didn't feel like waking up and having to do that. So anyway, the night that we got there, we met up with her mom and her dad and there was a couple other relatives there just all kind of casually drinking and whatever. So of course I walk right in and, you know, I'm grabbing pizza, grabbing some food. Allie's mom, you know, wants to take a shot as soon as I walk in, which is great morale. You know, so I have a couple shots, and of course I brought the pen. So, you know, periodically I'll go into the bathroom or the other room, take a couple hits of the pen, feeling good, whatever the case. You know, I just feel like I'm vibing. Uh, I'm just I'm just killing it. So then, like, later in the night, <laughs> Allie comes up to me, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, my dad came up to me, like, a couple hours ago and said, Keith must be really, really tired. And Allie's like, Why? And he's like, well, his eyes are bloodshot. Didn't you see? And Allie's like, ah, nah, that just happens whenever he drinks, whatever. And then, like, her mom chimed What a good cover. I know. And then her mom chimed in. She's like, Keith, I think you look fine. I think you look great. And I was like, well, thank you. That makes you feel so much better. But it was just so funny, like, snagged, you know? <laughs> like, not really, but, yeah. like, kind of. And it was just, like, kind of a So person. innocent, too. So, like, he looks tired. I know. And, like, he's, like, being such a good guy. Like, oh, man, I hope Keith's all right. You know, he just drove this way. He's probably a little beat up. And, you know, now nah, I'm just being a dickhead in the bathroom. Just really. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but dude, it was uh good catching up with you as always. And uh, you know, this pod it's gonna be released on a Thursday. I think it might be John Fa's first Thursday pod. And uh, I think so. Th- that's always exciting. And then after this pod, we will be back on our regularly scheduled Mondays. Unfortunately, I have not posted a TikTok in the past couple of weeks. I mean, as we haven't really had a pod, but Still, give us a follow on the TikTok. Give us a like or a follow on our Spotify playlist. And, uh, go nights. Go nights. I'll see you.